0: And at what age does your brain stop thinking in terms of summer break that doesn't actually exist i am a spring and summer girl they are hands down my most favorite happiest seasons that hold so many of the hobbies i love there's a palpable change in the energy when summer hits people tend to be more laid back forgiving and casual Unfortunately, oftentimes this casualness with our routines and summer activities can turn into our homes and lives, looking and feeling a little sloppy. It takes twice as much effort, in my opinion, to stay the course during the summer. Some things get easier. Cooking for example, for us, looks very different in the height of summer versus the middle of winter. In winter, I'm cooking my meals low and slow, adding layer and layer of flavor. Summer, on the other hand, relies much more on the ingredients shining for themselves rather than my skills as a home cook. I mean, you can put some citrus and fresh herbs on just about anything in the summer and it works. You can achieve an amazing meal by throwing some vegetables straight from your garden on the grill next to some sausages or salmon from the farmer's market. Dinners enter that 10 to 20 minute range instead of one to three hours of prep and cooking in the winter. Equally delicious, but very different. In that regard, many of us find that we gain time to our day, but we lose it to different areas. In the summer, lawns need to be cut, bushes trimmed, and if you are a gardener, well, it takes a lot of work to keep a garden running smoothly to produce its full capacity and stay orderly. In our house, it feels like we need to clean our house more often, and I attribute this to a few areas. One, we are in and out of the house much more frequently, and each time we bop out and in, we track in dirt, enter more vacuuming and mopping. We open our windows, and with that, we get more fresh air, which zaps that winter staleness of our home, but we gain dust and pollen that lightly cover surfaces. Enter more dusting johnson and i are active people and it's hot and i'm not afraid to admit that i'm not a pretty unicorn princess i do sweat and therefore we need to be washing our sheets more often than we do in the winter i go through more clothes too i've got my office outfit that i wear during the day working and then i've got a walking and exercise outfit that when i take sage out for exercise and then for gardening i've got long pants and shirts i wear that i don't mind getting dirty there's just more laundry. And I'm sure if you've got kids or live near the water, you're drowning in damp swimsuits and too many beach towels. It just happens in the summer. There's, there's more clothes, more laundry. In order to keep the train, and the train is your sanity in your house, running smoothly and on the tracks, you've got to figure out what tasks are crucial to keeping the train on the tracks. For us, it's maintaining our weekly cleaning schedule, throwing in extra vacuuming and dusting sessions when we have a spare 15 minutes, staying on top of laundry, and making sure we have fresh produce from the farmers market and garden that can be made into meals in 30 minutes or less. Those areas, when prioritized, keep me sane. Plain and simple. Your areas may look differently depending on your routines and family structure. Each person has different things they are going to value that make a house feel like a home, and it's important to sit down as a family and figure out what those things are for each person. I know for Johnson, one of the things that he keeps up with religiously is the lawn. He does this because he knows if he misses a mowing session, that he's going to have to mow twice as much on the next session. It's harder work. Our weekly compost bin will be overflowing with grass clippings. It just is easier if he keeps up with it. Your kids might have things they really like that you do for them and other things that they don't care so much about. It's important for the structure of the day to know what those things are that are important. For me, I spend time with the Lord every morning. When I miss my morning devotional time, it throws off my day and if I make a habit of missing it for a week or more, I notice the train coming off the tracks in a big way. My whole mood and outlook on life shifts. I need daily reminders of why life is important, the kind of person God wants me to be, and if you share those feelings and your kids are used to that routine of devotional time, changing that routine in the summer might have more of an effect than you think. Human beings in general operate better with structure and expectations. Most people like knowing what is coming down the line and what to expect for their day, their week, or their month. Of course, we can't predict everything, but if we maintain the important structures, we're setting ourselves up for success. You've got to separate the need-to-dos from the would-be-nice-to-dos. I've talked about priorities and their place in life on episode four, Routines Give Me Freedom. Your life priorities don't change with summer break. That said, for a lot of us, summer is an opportunity to tackle projects and get stuff done that you might not do with kids in school or busy work schedules. I recommend sitting down and making two lists, the need-to-do and would-be-nice-to-do lists. Once you've outlined the projects, organized in order of priority, a third list I want you to create is the summer fun list, which we'll talk about more next week. But on this episode, we're talking about projects and getting stuff done. Because I'm an example girl, I'm going to give you a glimpse at what our need-to-do and would-be-nice lists looked like over the last few months. Some projects Johnson and I needed to do in the spring outside of our regular daily, weekly, monthly tasks which have their own list were building a chicken coop, painting the chicken coop, building a brooder box for the chicks, running irrigation to our garden beds, filling and planting garden beds according to their schedules. Some nice to do things would be laying river stones around the garden beds, planting flowers in our front garden beds, Painting the back shed and pavilion area, pulling up an old concrete pathway, and then edging and replacing with river rock. Johnson and I knocked out priority projects before we dove into the nice to do list, with the exception of painting the shed and pavilion, because we realized it made sense to do that while we could easily maneuver under the pavilion before we added the chicken coop in there. As you complete your nice to do projects, you tend to add more. I would still like to build planter boxes on wheels from some salvage wood Johnson and I got from a neighbor. I'd like to plant some roses in two barrels we have in the side yard. I would love to get a pressure washer and spray down the house and deck and patio furniture. Those are my remaining would be nice items, which we'll see if we get to. The list is never ending and I think that is a good thing with a huge but and this is something I have to consciously pay attention to. You have to take time to actually enjoy the progress you've made and effort spent. We eat outside a lot, and while our deck still needs to be stripped and restained, I try my hardest to look out at the garden beds and pat myself on the shoulder rather than look down at my feet and beat myself up for the shape of the deck. Everything takes time and money, and if you try to do everything in rapid succession, you will burn yourself out and hate the process. It's just better to focus on the things that you've done and really appreciate them and then tackle the next thing and then appreciate it once you're finished it. Don't burn yourself out. Switching gears I want to talk about keeping up the inside of the house. 15 minutes is a ton of time when you think about it. I am willing to bet that if you set a timer you could load the dishwasher start a load of laundry and pour a cup of tea within 15 minutes. You could make your bed run around the house performing a quick pickup, putting shoes in the closet, key by the door, sort through the mail, switch your laundry in 15 minutes. I bet you could sweep off your porch and your doormat, fold, and put away your laundry in 15 minutes. A thing about me that I love, but can drive others crazy, is that I don't sit still. I'm constantly using a spare 5, 10, 15 minutes to tackle a task. I have a hard time walking by a cluttered table and not taking the five minutes to straighten it up and put the items that don't belong there away. For me, I find this consistent tinkering and cleaning approach keeps me ahead of any sloppy areas. Our house is pretty clean most of the time. Of course, we have lazy days where we'll leave dishes in the sink to tackle later, but it doesn't happen often because it's more enjoyable to keep up with the home than to have to dig yourself out from under it later. Almost everything in the home is a choose-your-hard scenario. Skip washing dishes after the meal and have to scrub twice as hard to remove the food hours later. Don't switch your laundry over when it's done and have to wash it again to try and remove the musty smell that it got from sitting in the washer overnight. Or even worse, go to go to bed and realize that you did not switch your laundry over and that your sheets are still wet. Been there, done that, hate it. Skip weeding the garden when the weeds are small, and you'll spend a lot more energy trying to remove their root systems when they're well-established. Don't change your HVAC filter, risk damaging your unit. If you keep on top of your to-dos and work hard now, I promise you will work less hard than you would have to if you put these things off and kick the ball down the road for another day. Procrastination is the enemy of progress. Another quote that I love is procrastination is putting off what you really want for what you want right now. I've got it written on my desk and I have to remind myself of that, that what do I really want long term, the big picture goal. For me, I want a clean house that feels like a home that doesn't overwhelm me when I walk in the door. Sometimes what I want right now is to lay on the couch, but I'm putting off what I really want for what I want right now. If you want to have a clean house, you've got to keep up with cleaning it. If you want an organized pantry, you've got to take time to make a mess, sort it out, and create a system. If you want a bountiful garden, you've got to spend time planning and maintaining daily. So many of the things we want as homemakers don't come with a shortcut. And I'm sorry, I know that isn't encouraging to hear, but I'd be lying if I told you anything different. Caring for the home inside and out is hard work. It takes time, it takes dedication, and there is no finish line. No matter how hard you deep clean your kitchen, you will have to clean it again. No matter how many times you vacuum, dirt will keep appearing. Once you accept that and create a system to keep up with it, you will be happier and proud of yourself for managing the home. It's all about realistic expectations. If you expect not to have to wash dirty dishes, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. But if you expect not to have to soak dishes and then scrub them and make it a rule that you'll tackle your dishes right after cooking and eating, you'll be proud of yourself when you see your system working. Create your need-to-do and would-be-nice-to-do list. Figure out the priorities of the home for each family member and use your time wisely. Start setting a timer for 15 minutes and see how much you can get done before it goes off. Set realistic expectations for your time, energy, and wear and tear on the home. AKA, don't expect your clean kitchen to last through three meals a day for a week. You've got this, everyone. Here's to summer homes that are not sloppy, but that are well-managed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untraditionally Traditional. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with those special people who would love it too, and write a review. For more tips and photos of my home and garden, Follow untraditionally traditional pod on Instagram. Until next week, let's continue to make our homes places of joy and service to ourselves and those we share them with.